We're podcasting from the Edwin Cardinal O'Brien Pastoral Center in Washington, D.C., home base for the Archdiocese for the Military Services USA. I'm Public Affairs Officer Taylor Henry. And today I'm talking to Father Hermes Los Banes, who is the U.S. Army's recruiter for Catholic priests to serve as chaplains in the U.S. Army. Welcome, Father Los Banes. It's good to be here. Thank you. And you have your work cut out for you. I did a little number crunching before we uh, started recording today and uh, found out that there are 460,000 active duty U.S. Army personnel, and of those, about 115,000 are Catholic, and we have only 89 Catholic U.S. military chaplains in the Army, which means there's only one priest for about every 1,300 active duty U.S. Army soldiers, and those are spread all over the world. And your job is to help build that that number up, that number of uh, U.S. Army chaplains up to where uh, there are more to meet the needs of the Catholics in the Army. How's it going? Well, you're, you're right in your stats right there. Um, but I should say, too, that even with the 1,300 uh, Catholics that spread all throughout the world, for example, you know, they're, they're not really reached by, by Catholic priests. As my experience when I was uh, deployed and even when I was uh, assigned to different uh, duty stations uh, uh, in different uh, countries, you know, it's, it's uh, how should I say that? It's sad, but that's the reality. You know that that uh, we we need more priests to come to the U.S. Army chaplaincy, um, and uh, as of this moment, it's really very uh, very few numbers, and we are we are really uh, before this very huge obstacle. Uh, that uh, we pray it'll be overcome soon. Um, a good number of our recruits are green card holders. And now there's a freeze on that. And so we are down to like one or two. Um, incoming. Incoming. Um, and they're not all active duty. <clears throat> they are on the reserve component. So with that, you know, I I believe that we need to do more, and we really have to pray. I I believe in 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 God's providence. You know, even though we have all these uh, limitation, but I know that God will provide for His people. But just in the way of background, this. Catholic chaplain shortage has been growing for decades uh, because of attrition. The uh, active duty priests in the military are reaching retirement faster than they can be replaced. Uh, For example, just since 9-11, in all branches of the service, the total number of Catholic military chaplains has fallen from 400 now to roughly about 200. Archbishop Brolio calls it a desperate situation. Mm-hmm. What is your sales pitch when you talk to men about the possibility of giving their lives to God and becoming 
a military chaplain, a U.S. Army chaplain? Well, the first place, as, as uh, Catholic priests, I believe we are called not just to be in our parish or parishes or schools or wherever, well, we are called to go out there and uh, minister to the souls, uh, uh, Catholic soldiers and their family members. And so um, I encourage them to you know, look into themselves. And as we always say, you know, there's that call within a call, uh, within a vocation. Try to discern that. And if you... If you uh, feel, if you discover that you have the calling to be a, uh, a chaplain in the U.S. Army, then um, go to the proper route, talk to your bishop. That's, that's part of the process. Once uh, a priest, uh, for example, discerns that you know he has a calling to be a chaplain in the U.S. Army, the first step that he should do is talk to his uh, local ordinary, uh, talk to his vocation director or a spiritual director, and uh, you know continue with that discernment and talk to us, get in touch with us, the the uh, the uh, chaplaincy team. Uh, by the way, uh, there's two of us in in our team. Uh, Father George Jasowski is our senior priest, and uh, we have another chaplain that's working with us in an NCO. So, um, and that's what we do. It we travel and reach out. Try to reach out to those people that are, you know, we think will be open to the U.S. Army chaplaincy. Uh, for example, right now, Father George is in Denver visiting seminaries, and I have uh, I have a scheduled one going to Puerto Rico. Yeah, well, we already have uh, contact there, and that's what we do. Uh, we we try to reach out to uh, the seminaries and the, the priests and the archdiocese or diocese and. Uh, Try to uh, attend their convocations if they so allow us to, <laughs> and uh, do our pitching right there, and uh, tell them who we are and uh, what is it that the army brings to us as a Catholic priest. You know, as you're a chaplain in the U.S. Army, what does it do to your vocation and to your ministry as a priest? Does it enrich you? Does it enhance your ministry and so on and so forth? You know, so so those are the things that. You know, sometimes uh, our leads or applicants ask us, you know, what will it do to me? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, sometimes we shouldn't ask the question, what is it for me, right? But I think they, sometimes they, they need that assurance to, you know, if I jump into that, that uh, state, you know, what will it do to me? Well, in the first place, you know, that's a big plus to your diocese and to the people that you serve in 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 your parish because they'll add more experiences to your already you know pile of experiences and and uh, so many other things and you're able to make use of your gifts and the talents God has given to you especially to to uh, help the soldiers and their families that are really in need of spiritual guidance and moral guidance too in their in their life and uh, I I I truly believe in the sanctity of marriage. So as a Catholic priest, you join the U.S. Army, and then here comes this couple that comes to you, and they want advice on, on how they can improve their, their marital relationship. So that's where you 
come in with your expertise, with with uh, God's uh, inspiration to you through the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and uh, you know you can help them out in their relationships. So there's are there's so many things that you can do as uh, as a U.S. Army chaplain. You know, and you travel. Where do you go, and how do you make your presentation? Um, in, in the past, for, I'll give you an example. Uh, in the past uh, year, and and I joined, uh, for example, the uh, NCDVD, National Convention of Vocational Directors. So we we set up uh, things there too. We set up tables and uh, areas where we have all our displays and uh, you have brochures, brochures, and uh, people come to us, priests come to us and ask us questions, and then we attend their their conferences too, and. Uh, we hand out uh, cards and uh, other things that that will really help them, or you know, for them to be enticed into the the chaplaincy. And uh, so that's one the NCDVD. And then we also we visit seminaries. I mentioned earlier, uh, what we do is we uh, make uh, plans and uh, and uh, arrangement in advance, uh, and ask them, for example, their permission if uh, if it's okay. It's all right for us to visit their place and to talk to the seminarians and even priests that are in there. So um, I've been to St. Meinrad uh, uh, Abbey, uh, been to uh, the Pontifical Josephinum, and to uh, uh, um, oh, what else? Uh, where, where have I been? Well, you say you're going to Puerto Rico. <laughs> so. Yeah, we're, we're going to Puerto Rico this month. Uh, we'll visit the uh, uh, Regina Clary uh, Seminary there. I've spoken to uh, Monsignor Elias Morales, who is the rector, and he is welcoming us there. And I found out that we have we have chaplains over there. There's three Catholic priests that are chaplains, two chaplains of the uh, National Guard and one of the Reserve. And I made contact with them too, and. Uh, uh, we'll be uh, meeting uh, each other once we get there, and uh, we'll visiting uh, uh, other places too. I've already spoken to the vicar general too, and hopefully we'll be able to uh, see him there and some of the priests uh, with the help of all these uh, chaplains also. So that's that's uh, part of the plan. You mentioned the problem you're having with green cards. A big source of future vocations is from overseas, India, Philippines, um, Africa. Africa. We have a lot. Yeah. And so tell me, what is this problem about green cards? What, what, when, did this, when did this come up, and what's the source of the problem? I think it's, uh, I know it's the uh, immigration issue. <laughs> the crackdown on immigration. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, I think it boils down to that. So... Uh, we received a uh, notice uh, um, like a few months ago, probably three or four months ago, that you know we uh, um, should put a hold on our uh, green card holder uh, applications. I mean applicants, uh, because uh, of of the situation, uh, they're not they're not uh, how do you call that um, opening it up. Uh, you know, for for uh, for uh, uh, to be processed in the chaplaincy, um, I believe the Air Force and uh, the uh, the Navy uh, do not 
a process green card holders they 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 only process applicants that are u.s citizens or naturalized already but for the u.s army we used to uh, um, accept uh, applicants that are green card holders so now because of that that uh, situation so we have to put a hold on on a good number of them uh, this time and uh, we still have some in our pipeline that are green card holders so well we, we while we tell them that about the situation uh, we also encourage them to send us their whatever documents they have so we're hoping that in in uh, you know in the near future this will open up again and then we'll continue to to uh, um, process uh, green card holder applicants into the U.S. Army chaplaincy. Where did this memo come from? From the Army? Uh, there's a, yes. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, uh, are you hopeful that uh, you'll be able to recruit enough new priests to begin to plug the, the shortage? Yes. Um, um, you know, we do the best we can to to uh, recruit uh, uh, chaplains into the U.S. Army, Catholic priests in the U.S. Army. Uh, but you know, we don't have how they call it. We we don't control <laughs> the situation. So we we the best thing we can do is really pray and hope that you know um, people will fill in. Uh, Priests will come in. Well, let me ask you this. There's a, an annual survey of new ordinands to the priesthood that's conducted annually by the Center for Applied Research in the Apostolate based at Georgetown University. Mm-hmm. And year in and year out, it shows that, um, you know, upwards of 10% of the new priests come from the military service mm-hmm. and upwards of 20% come from military families, which indicates that the military itself is a, a strong source of potential candidates for the priesthood and for chaplaincy. Uh, have you found that to be so? It, it is, yes. It is, it is true. Uh, that is true. And uh, as far as my experience also uh, uh, can tell that, you know, I've seen a lot of our, our uh, um, seminarians who come from uh, military families. I really... Um, um, I mean, I really want to make an appeal, especially to our uh, uh, families. You know, pray for pray for military families, uh, pray for the soldiers and and their families, because as I mentioned earlier, and the bishop said, Archbishop said, you know, it's the strong source, the sole source, not the sole source, but you know, it's really a big source of vocation to the priesthood and religious life, is the military family, the military environment. You can never tell because, you know, sometimes when you encounter the soldiers, you can tell you know by the way he questions even his face that you know he has this calling into the priesthood of the religious life so you just have to direct him uh, into the right direction uh, to the seminary vocation directors and so on and so forth you know so um, that's that's one um, the the uh, military families and of course, I always pray that our bishops and archbishops will truly open 
off to support of the military chaplain scene. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about your personal background. How did you find your vocation and your journey? Tell us about that. Well, I was uh, I was born in well, I was born in the Philippines, and um, I went to the seminary in nineteen seventy six, I believe. Yeah, so. And it was it was a, a, a long journey because even in the seminary, you know, well, the seminary is supposed to be the place where you can really uh, discern uh, whether you are called or not. And uh, and it, my experience, it, it was really a, a challenge, a struggle, an internal struggle, because in the in the first place, you know, I really wanted to to join the military even when I was in the Philippines. You know, I think. And I thought I had a calling there. I came from military family too, and but then I was called into the seminary life, and uh, so I was ordained in 1986 to cut it short. And um, um, it was a, a very fruitful and meaningful ministry. And uh, but then I, I believe that, that that call to join the military. And to serve the soldiers and their families uh, was still there, and it it you know I had to say the courage to respond to it when I was here in Washington D.C. Actually, this was in '97, and I went to school at John Paul II Institute for Studies in Marriage and Family, and we we uh, uh, had a class at the uh, pavilion over there. What's uh, the that that the building next to the Dominican House of Studies. And we actually used the Dominican House of Studies for our classrooms. Now, this was before John Paul II Institute for Studies in Marriage and Family at the Catholic University of America. <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> it used to be like John Paul II Institute for Studies in Marriage and Family. That was it. So, so we used the, the, uh, the uh, 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 Dominican House of Studies classroom uh, for, our, for our classes. And... Uh, it used to be that the military diocese was, it's either we were on the third, second floor and they were on the third floor, or it's the other way around. So I walked up <laughs> to Bishop Casing's office and I said, Bishop, how can I be a chaplain? <laughs> <laughs> and the bishop, a good bishop, a late bishop, really, I enjoyed him, stood up and said, oh, that's easy. <laughs> he got off his, his desk, uh, in his chair, and, and came, came you know, to where I was. And uh, he called uh, uh, Father Albertson right there, who was a recruiter. And uh, uh, Bishop Spencer, who was Father Spencer then, was the one who actually helped me out with all the paperwork. And it was uh, uh, Father Matthew Polikowski, I remember him. Because we, we went together and, I mean, we used to celebrate at the Shrine for the 12 noon Mass. He went to Catholic U and I was at John Paul II. I think he's at West Point now. Yes, yes, yes. But he was a major then with the U.S. Army, in the U.S. Army. And I was just, uh, I was just starting. So he was the one who actually administered my oath. And Bishop Casing was a photographer. <laughs> Father Palakowski was the priest who said the Hail Mary when Army beat Navy uh, two years ago. For yes, the first time. and I saw the <laughs> photo, yeah. <laughs> so that was, and then, and then uh, you know, it started from there. That was in 2004, and then I, I just uh, went on, you know, rolling. And, uh, and uh, here I am, uh, almost 14, 14 years in, in the military. 
And you found your military career vocation uh, fulfilling? Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, I guess, uh, you know, if, if uh, you know, if this is true to the soldiers, and this is true to us also, uh, priests who are in the military and who were in the military, once you get out of the military, for example, you retire or you are, you just uh, get out for some other reason, you know, you will always look back on your experience with the military families. And it's always a very meaningful and fruitful experience, a uh, very rich experience. Uh, and there's a lot of good things that are happening in, in our installations and even even downrange, you know, with, with our Catholic uh, faithful um, I'll give you one example. When I was in Afghanistan, you know, I went to this fob. I was sent to this fob, and here comes this uh, gentleman who jumped. Uh, fob being in forward operating base. Yeah, forward base. operating base. And, um, and uh, here comes this uh, uh, young man who jumped from the hood of the Humvee because they were waiting and said, Are you the Catholic priest? I said, Yes, I am. I said, Well, we haven't had priests here for three months. I said, That's why I'm here. And he said, But we're rolling out. <laughs> so what I gotta do? Okay, pray for him, bless him. Yeah. There's a lot of beautiful, beautiful experiences in in, in downrange. You know, I uh, the RCIA really works works very well, as we have a lot of those young men and women who are called to be Catholics. You know, so you bring them into the fold to the RCIA, and it's it's really very very you know, to, to use your word, fulfilling, you know, <laughs> not that, you know, oh man, I'm, I'm good. I was able to do this. No, it's just, it's a, that feeling that, you know, you, you, you thank God for, for all these young men and women who, who realize that, you know, the value of their Catholic uh, faith, you know, and it's, 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 it's very amazing. Yeah. If there's a young man out there listening to this podcast, or a priest, and a mm-hmm. priest is already ordained, and they think they might have the calling within a calling to become yeah. a chaplain, mm-hmm. a U.S. Army chaplain, how do they reach you? Well, um, oh, the good thing is I have my card with me. <laughs> Our office right now is in Columbia, Maryland, and that's where... Uh, that's where we are located, although we're headquartered in uh, Fort Knox. Uh, we're under the Medical Recruiting Brigade. So my address will be, uh, um, it's U.S. Army Chaplain Recruiting Center. It's 10320 Little Patuxent Parkway, Suite 350, Columbia, Maryland, 21044. And my office number, our office number is 410-730-0301. And my cell is 502-269-5618. Or you can go global if you're in the Army, if you're in the military. And my uh, email address is hermes.g.losbanes.mail at mail.mail. Give us a call and uh, we'll help you realize your journey and your desire to be a chaplain in the U.S. Army. Thank you. And alternatively, uh, you can uh, uh, contact the vocations office directly here at the uh, Archdiocese for the Military Services, and that email address is vocations at milarch, M-I-L-A-R-C-H dot org, or you can call our switchboard and uh, ask to talk to me. Uh, I'll relay the information. I'm Taylor Henry. 
and the uh, phone number is 202-719-3600. Father Hermes Los Banas, one of the U.S. Army's recruiters to bring new Catholic priests into the U.S. Army to serve as chaplains, thank you so much for talking to me today, and best of luck in our prayers for your success. You're welcome, and thank you, too, for, for uh, um, bringing me in here. And we hope to reach as many as we can. And, you know, I think even though I retire from the Army, I also continue recruiting for priests in the U.S. Army. You know, Outstanding. Thank you. <laughs>